0: Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 614. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about a clarification of debt strategies, because every once in a while, I get someone who comes in and writes a review who obviously hasn't listened to the podcast. They listen to maybe one episode and then they write this scathing review with all these assumptions that are not in the least what I teach. So this happened the other day and I thought, well, this would be a good time for me to clarify some points because this person really misunderstood what I teach. So here's what they said. What kind of advisor doesn't believe in budgets? can't get on board with an advisor who thinks student loans are okay, and that it's best to keep mortgage interest for the tax write-off, when the tax write-off money you'd get is significantly less than the money you'd save not paying interest. And it was two stars. Well, first of all, thank goodness two-star reviews are very few and far between, and I've been fortunate enough that this audience has generally given a five-star review. So thank you to all the people who have given great reviews. I hate to give attention to the one that writes the rotten review. There were so many misunderstandings in this short couple of sentences that I really wanna set the record straight because none of what they said is true. First of all, I'm not an advisor. I am a wealth mentor. That means I teach people from my own experience. Because I've been able to have financial success, I'm able to teach people that financial success. I'm not teaching because I think this is the way the world works. I'm teaching out of decades of experience from the financial industry, as well as being able to make $2 million by the time I was 39 years old. Right there, I'm different from many financial experts. So I consider myself more of an expert or a mentor rather than an advisor and what we have in this podcast is really a library full of knowledge and information and everything that you need to know about wealth building so that you can become self-educated for free and to really learn all the tools that you need to to be successful. I'm not out there charging a fee for managing people's money. That's what advisors do. That's not what I do. I do have the VIP experience where people pay me a one-time amount to come in and work with me. But again, it's not charging fees on assets. I'm not managing people's money. I'm not a financial advisor. So let me just set that record straight right up front. Secondly, he says... He thinks that I think that student loans are okay. I have no idea where he got this idea because I have never said that student loans are okay. Student loans are a fact of this world that we live in. And unfortunately, many people had to go into debt to pay for their education. Student loans are what they are. And I recommend that people get out of them and pay them off as soon as possible. But one concept regarding debt is a thread throughout everything i talk about and that is understanding opportunity cost because there's an opportunity cost of money and all debt is not equal for example if you have mortgage debt and you're paying 4% that is not equal to credit card debt that you're paying 29.9% interest on the two are completely different animals It's not because of the tax deduction that I think people should keep mortgages. It's because of the opportunity cost of money. Because mortgages have such low interest rates, in fact, at 4%, it would take you 18 years for your money to double, your debt to double, versus a credit card at 29.9% interest would take 2.4 years for your debt to double. So the opportunity cost is what can you do with your money that might make you more money than what you're paying on your debt. And that is why I think mortgage interest is okay to have, because at 4% or so, you're much likelier to be able to invest that money. And over time, over the long term, if long-term records hold the way they have been, and we Can't promise that in the future, of course, but if the stock market, for example, were to return what it has historically, you could expect somewhere around a 10% average annual rate of return over the long-term. So does it make sense to rush to pay off a 4% mortgage when you might be able to be earning 10% on that money long-term? I don't think so, because when you look at the compounding numbers, It actually can turn out to be hundreds of thousands of dollars in your favor to millions of dollars in your favor, depending on how much time you have to compound and how well your investments do. But it's not even close. You can make a lot more money if you are successful investing. And that's my point. Why rush to pay off 4% money when you might be able to take that money and make 10% or better? And not only that, but at 4%, you are getting some tax deductions and help from the government. So it even turns out to be less than 4% that you're paying on your mortgage. Now, the other point that a lot of people miss is that some people recommend that you pay off all of your debt because debt is so terrible. And they treat all debt as evil and as the same, which it just isn't. But Let's say it is. And let's say you have to pay off all of this debt. Well, how on earth are you going to have any fun in life if you're focused on paying off a six-figure mortgage or seven-figure mortgage, saving for retirement that needs six to seven figures, and paying for your day-to-day needs, food, shelter, car, education, all these other things. How are you ever going to be able to live if you're focusing on paying off your mortgage, saving for your children's college and retirement all at the same time. My point is what usually suffers when people are focused on paying off their house in a quick way, what is suffering is their retirement fund. They will choose not to fund their retirement because they're focused on paying off this evil house mortgage that they think they have at 4%. You can't often do both. Sometimes you can't pay all of that. You can't pay off your house, your college, your kid's college, and your retirement and have any money left to live. It just doesn't make any sense. So why not leave the low interest tax deductible debt alone and make an extra payment a year to pay it off eight years early, which is what I teach rather than trying to force paying it off early in just a few years and sacrificing investing your money potentially at a higher return that could be worth hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars more to you at retirement over a 20 or 30 year period. So that's really my point. It's not that I think you're saving so much money by getting a tax deduction. It's that you only have so many dollars and you can't save for retirement and pay off your house. And if you're paying off your home mortgage, a lot of times you are sacrificing, saving and investing for retirement, which is much more important than paying off a 4% debt. That's tax deductible. That's my point. So I hope that I've clarified that and that makes sense to you. Oh, and one last thing. He says that I don't believe in budgets. Well, that's not exactly true either. What I teach is that if you are a person who is barely getting by, maybe you have a lot of debt, maybe you don't make a lot of money, you're barely getting by, then yes, a budget can be very important to keep track of every single penny that you're spending. But a lot of our listeners are six-figure income earners so when you're earning a high income you're able to not have to live on a budget you can prioritize what you want to spend your money on you can prioritize your kids college education or your travel that you want to do you can prioritize where you want to spend your money and you can also enjoy more of life because you have more discretionary income so do you have to live on a budget when you're earning a high income and you've paid off any consumer debt, I don't think you have to live on a budget, but I know a lot of financial people out there will say that you do. Personally, I don't think a lot of people with high incomes live on budgets, and I've seen statistics and studies that show that they don't live on budgets, but that doesn't mean that they don't consider their money important, and that doesn't mean that they don't think about how they're spending their money. They just don't restrict themselves to a budget. They give themselves a little more freedom. They have a little more fun. They eat out a little more often. They do some things they want to do. They go some places they want to go as you should. You should have your money be something that's providing an enjoyable life for you. This is not about being a slave to your money. It's about getting your money to work harder for you. So I am not of the mindset that many financial experts are, that you have to be a slave to your money, that you have to put off having any fun until sometime in the future, because at some point magically in the future, you'll have enough money to do everything you want to do. I just don't agree with that, because as you know, life is short. I have been widowed early in my life. And I know that it's important to live every single day. You can't put off living. What you can do is be smart about your money, prioritize what's important for you, and make money serve you. But to do that, you've got to prioritize. You've got to make sure you're putting money away for retirement. You've got to not have consumer debt. You've got to pay off high interest debt. But don't sweat the low interest debt. It's not as big of a deal because it's not compounding as quickly against you. So a 4% mortgage or 5% mortgage, I'm not going to have you sweat that because again, it's going to take 18 years or so for it to double. I'm not going to consider that the worst thing that you have to deal with. The worst thing that you have to deal with is not saving for retirement. Not putting enough money away for retirement is one of the biggest mistakes that people make. They don't get started investing, they maybe don't know how, or they're afraid, or they don't wanna take risk. There's lots of reasons why, but that is the biggest mistake that people make, is not saving enough for retirement. So again, sometimes I get misunderstood, but I think my regular audience, who's listened to me for a long time, knows my stand on a lot of these points, knows where I'm different from other financial experts. And most of the time, my listeners are on my side. So I just had to clarify that because there was just nothing right at all in that whole scenario. And so now you know where I stand and why. And if you are in debt and want to reduce your debt, listen to my debt diamond strategy because it is very different from other experts out there, but it is the least expensive, most powerful way to pay off your debt the fastest while improving your credit score at the same time. If you want to listen to more of my podcasts, you can find all 614 of them over on my website at lyndapjones.com forward slash podcasts. iTunes only has my top 300 podcasts. So there's double the amount over On my website and some of my earlier ones go into different topics that frankly i haven't covered for a while so you do want to delve into some of those earlier ones and if you like the podcast and you want the podcast on steroids well that's what people say about my book you're already a wealth heiress now think and act like one six practical steps to make it a reality now it was chosen as one of the best all-time wealth books by book authority And it's available on Amazon and there's a link in the show notes. And if you haven't subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, hit the subscribe button and you'll be updated as soon as new podcasts are available three times a week. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show.